Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. What is up, y'all? I hope you're having a great day. And uh, I love every one of the podcasts in this season. This one, though, is really important. So if you are craving healthy relationships in your life, in your business, and in any other places where you might be seeing hiccups, this is such a great episode for you. And I think we can all take a few notes out of Lindsay's book in the way that she sees, um, you know, relationships and how to gather and how to lead and how to connect. And so I'm really excited to just see you on the other side because it's going to help you grow. It helped me even grow. So I know I'm not going to be alone in that. If you have any questions, go check her out. She is an open book and always willing to connect. She's an incredible LinkedIn and sales expert and just one of the best women I know. So with no further ado, my girl, Lindsay. Hello and welcome back to the Right Up Your Alley podcast. Today I have one of my great friends and someone who is just such an expert in what she does. You guys are going to absolutely cherish her and love her. Lindsay, welcome. Thank you. So excited to be here. Oh my gosh, me too. So I obviously gave an intro on you. You're a rock star, but I want to hear it from your perspective. What is your background in? Where are you from? What do you do? Tell us about Lindsay. Okay. You are the best. These are always loaded questions for me, but (laughs) my background, I love to tell, because I know this is, we're talking to business owners, right? We're talking to entrepreneurs. We're talking to the women that want to go make it happen. So my background that I love to tell people is I have been an entrepreneur. I have been a worker. I have been in staffing what feels like my entire life. I love to tell the story that when I was about probably five or six years old, we would do garage sales in my neighborhood once a month. And every time my grandpa would come down with two boxes of donuts, one box for the family and one box for me to take around the neighborhood and sell donuts out of my radio flyer. (laughs) And that's how I really started in this kind of entrepreneurial mindset and space because I thought, I mean, I, you know, we're garage selling, right? So like, I want to go buy something, whatever. My parents taught me really early on, like, well, you got to have money. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm like, okay. So that's kind of where I feel like my entrepreneurial journey started. And then I've just, I've always wanted to work, which is kind of weird, but you know, growing up, you know, we bought clothes at Walmart and then, you know, come junior high, high school, Hollister was the thing. And my parents were like, hey, you want $50 jeans? You can go ahead and pay that for yourself. So I, I've just always been like a worker, always been involved in like corporate life, business life, small business owners, all that type of stuff. And I've just always really liked it. I don't know. And then out of college, I graduated in 2011 and that was kind of the time where no one was really hiring. I was, I'm from the Bay area originally, you know, and Google, Facebook, Apple. I mean, you had to have a super high GPA recommendations from teachers. There was a lot of competition and just, that wasn't me. I was kind of a C student. I worked three jobs in college, paid my way through, you know, all those things. So I went to work as a waitress and about a year or so out of graduating, a friend from college had um, reached out and was like, Hey, I think you'd be really good at this thing. I just got this job at this company. You know, would you take a look at the job description? I'm like, sure. It doesn't hurt. I'm reading through the job description and he told me it's IT staffing. And I'm like, that sounds so boring. I don't even know what that is. And I got the job description and all I read, I'm a huge football fan. And I read, you can take clients to football games. <laughs> it's like, oh, hold on. This is sales. I am very much into this. I am into this. So I, I went in for an interview and I asked for the job right away. The next week I was working in staffing and that's been my life for the last almost 10 years, which is crazy to think about. But I am so glad that I made that move. I really felt God kind of led me in that direction. They always, or I always say that, you know, staffing isn't something that you choose. Staffing chooses you. It's, a, it's very much a people and relationship building business and it's awesome. It's a grind, but it's awesome. That so. is so cool. I love that story. And then from there, I mean, you work hard. You work harder than oh, thank you. most of the people that I know. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I watch her and like, look at her go because I see you on your Instagram story. I see you, you know, balancing your full-time job and then you have your own business too. I do. So talk yes. about that. Yes. So I kind of crazy. I had been in network marketing for a long time and was kind of phasing out of that and ended up just kind of going in. I thought, you know, health coaching or nutrition coaching was something I thought about. And ironically, the day of our mastermind, our first mastermind meetup, I go in as a nutrition coach. I had just gotten certified that morning, completed all my testing, get certified. I walk into our mastermind meeting and I just, I hear, you know, Lauren, I hear all these people start asking questions about like, Hey, like I need to hire somebody. I need to build a team. I need to delegate more. And I'm like, gosh, I help hiring managers and, you know, CEOs and VPs all the time with this stuff. Like it's clearly a need in the small business owner entrepreneurial space. Maybe it could be a coach that helps, you know, entrepreneurs with this type of stuff. And so anyways, it's evolved over the last couple months to, I am a hiring and firing coach for small business owners and entrepreneurs. And it has been the coolest thing ever. I always tell people, when you become a small business owner, it's not like all of a sudden you know how to hire people, manage them, keep them on track, keep them accountable, how to let somebody go. That could be a very, very difficult thing to do. Um, how to create culture in your, in your business. These are things that people love. They know they're important. They have no idea how to do it and where to start. Mm -hmm. And so this is the type of stuff that I get to help entrepreneurs and, and really support them around. And it's, I never in a million years thought that I could do it or this would be something I'd want to do. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's so crazy how sometimes I think everyone's like niche down, niche down, niche down when it comes to business, when it comes to what you want, you know, you need to know what it is mm-hmm. and you need to know what you can offer people. And I obviously have never heard of a hiring and firing. Coach, but <laughs> I said that I was like, wow, if I'd had that, I wouldn't have had some of the issues that I had in my first business. I wouldn't yeah. have, you know, you don't like come out of the womb or college knowing how to manage people, how to set expectations, how to bring them in and let them go. I don't know how to do that in all kinds of areas of my life. People, working with people, that's such a unique calling gift, like you said. And it's something that people who don't have that calling or gift still have to do. So I just, I love what you do. And I just think it applies in so many different areas. So we'll really get to that. But I want to know what is your recipe for success? That's a good question. I would say recipe is faith, consistency, what it is, what your input is and what your output is. So what I mean by that is faith. You know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Okay. That's, that is the core of what I do. Consistency that I show up as best as I can every day with the same things in mind. Right. And, and again, no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. There are seasons in life, things will change and adjust, but ideally, you know, journaling every morning, praying every morning, reading, you know, really taking the time to be consistent in the little things because we know that has the long-term impact. I love the book, um, The Compound Effect. If you've never read it, I highly recommend it. That's what I mean by consistency. And then input and output, you know, what is it that you're filling your mind with? What podcasts do you listen to? What books do you read? Who do you follow, right? We're the sum of the five people that we hang out with. So who are those five people in your life? And then your output, you know, what do you say? I believe so much in the power of the spoken word. There's a guy named Chad Wright. Um, He hangs out with Jesse Itzler, Sarah Blakely's husband, and he is all about the power of the spoken word. And if you haven't checked him out, go find him on Instagram. He is amazing. But I believe that what comes out of your mouth is so powerful. What you say to yourself is infinitely more important than what anyone says to you. So that's what I mean by those four things, faith, consistency, input, and output. That's so good. Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> and I, I love Isler. I love Sarah Blakely's husband. He is the best. They're um, the power duo. Know, yeah. Oh my gosh. They're the best. They're the goal. Yep. But what, yeah. What, um, is it Chad Wright? You said Chad Wright. Yeah. He's Awesome. He's on a bunch of different podcasts. I believe he has his own, but he's really, really tight with Jesse. And this past weekend, they just did a race actually out in Franklin, Tennessee. And um, he won. And it was this really cool, like he just, his philosophy on mindset and power of the spoken word and being very intentional with your words, what you say, what you say to yourself, what you say to others, man. And is that not biblical, right? Like the tongue. tongue, (laughs) Amen. Tied by the tongue, truly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just, I love that so much. I'm a huge, huge fan of that. And it's true. I mean, you see it so many times when you, when you speak negatively or positively over something and it can be the same, same situation, right? Same thing, two different outcomes, depending on how you look at the situation, how you talk about it, whatever. So input, output. That's so good. Okay. Well, amen. Great. (laughs) Truth bomb for everyone listening. And then Really, I think going off of that foundation of understanding the power of your, what you say, what you do, who you are, it's there, whether you acknowledge it or not. Mm -hmm. And it 
is there in every realm. It's there in business, mm-hmm. it's there in your relationships, it's there in, you know, your relationship with food and how you're showing up and treating oh, yeah. your body. It all bleeds together. And so I want to ask Lindsay, and I called her and I was like, could you ask this question? Could you answer it? Because I want to know it. So I know that my listeners do. How do you hire in business and life for success? How do you bring in things that are of value that you can bring value to? How do you identify it and then like run after it? Yeah. So I'll start with the business side. So if you are brand new in your business and you are thinking about hiring, you don't really understand what that might look like for you. All I would say is this, have a delegation mindset. And what I mean by that is know your strengths and know your weaknesses hire for your weaknesses. You know, if you're a podcaster and you love interviewing people and you love asking and reaching out to people, but you just, the tech stuff, it takes too long, the editing, and it's not serving you or your business and it's not adding to the bottom line, then hire that out, delegate it. Right. And I I am a fan of like, there's a ton of free information out there on the internet. You, we can all learn and we should be students in a lot of things. However, know what your strengths and weaknesses are and know what's not adding to the bottom line because you are not serving yourself or your community when you get tied down or bogged down in things that you're not living out the gifts that you've been given, right? We all have a zone of genius. I know it's a very common term these days, but we all have a zone of genius and we need to stay in that lane so that we can grow and continue to lead and impact people the way we want to. So that's the first thing I would say to small business owners who are just looking, just starting out, just maybe looking to hire. And usually delegation, most people think, okay, hire a virtual assistant. Great. You're a more seasoned business owner and maybe you've got some team, you've got, you, you have a couple of VAs, you've got some more consistent team members and things like that. I always tell people, look at the 30,000 foot view. Where is your business going? What are the goals that you have over the next 12 months, 18 months? You know, what are the projects that you have in place or what projects do you need to have in place in order to move the needle towards those goals and then hire based on that? You will be able to determine, okay, you know, we've got a huge marketing campaign for a project or a product or a service that I'm launching. And so I need someone very dedicated to this type of stuff. So you're going to hire a marketing manager or whatever that looks like. And maybe they're contract, maybe they're part-time, maybe they're full-time. But that's what I would tell people is really step back, look at the 30,000 foot view, see what's really going on in your business. And then you can determine who to hire. So that's business. Yeah, that's business. And then I would say for life, (laughs) you know, I think a lot of us, especially women, I think we, we struggle, like we want to do it all. We want to be the mom, the wife, the, the best girlfriend, the best mom, the best aunt, we want to be the best daughter. We want to be the best, all of these things for other people while having a killer career, having an amazing, you know, million dollar business. We want to do all these things. And, and then obviously we have to make time to drink enough water a day, eat healthy, work out, right. Do all these things for ourselves. And how many times do we face people that are like, gosh, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Gosh, like, and I get it. One delegate some of those things out. Know that you can't do it all. Right. We all need to accept that. We just, that is, that is impossible. We're all going to burn out that way. But the thing that I find most people, most people who are not in the entrepreneurial space or small business owner space is they just don't understand. They don't understand our mindset. They don't understand why we're doing what we do. And because of that, so many women are held back. They just don't pursue their dreams. They don't use their gifts because they're afraid of that judgment from others. And I love this line is that the opinions of others do not pay your bills. 
The opinions of others do not send your babies to college. They don't buy your dream house. They don't put you on a, you know, amazing vacation that you've wanted for all this time. Whatever it is, opinions of others do not matter. So fire the opinions of others and hire those five people we talked about in the beginning. Who are the five people in your life that you need to have consistently that build you up, that make you better, that keep your mindset on track, right? So hire hire the people that are going to encourage you and motivate you and keep you going when times are tough, when things, things are rough and fire the opinions of others because they simply do not matter. They just do not matter. Amen. And I, you know, I had to move to California because I did not have enough space or willpower to Mm -hmm. not care what other people thought. Mm -hmm. That was, I think a lot of people see that in my story is like, wow, you're so brave. And it's like, eh, I mean, brave, bravery and courage is relative, right? Like jumping out of an airplane for me, pretty easy. Talking to a boy, harder. <laughs> and at that point in my life. And so it's crazy because I I had to create physical space in my world to do what you're doing. And I want to just tell you, it's still uncomfortable here. It is still mm-hmm. uncomfortable across the country. You might as well buck up and lean into what you're created to do because totally. it's not going to go away. Your, your heart for it, it's not going to change. And what people think of you, it'll, it won't either, right? Like that's what someone thinks of you is a reflection of themselves. Yeah. And until they do their work, it, it's really out of your control. Totally. I love what you just said. Thank you. You know, Les Brown is, he's not a great motivational speaker. And he, I remember listening to a talk that he did back in the eighties to Amway. He was doing a huge motivational talk for this network marketing company. And he says that most great ideas die in the graveyard, meaning that most people never actually, you know, live out the dream life that they wanted to. They don't get to, you know, really express the ideas that they have or, or anything like that because they get, People are so afraid of what others think. That is such a big deal. And it's sad to me, you know, like we have one life. Live it, girl. You were put on this earth for a reason for such a time as this. Go live your life. Don't hold back. Amen. Amen. And then how do you, so that's really (laughs) how to do, you know, to bring in, how do you fire in business and life? How Mm. do you remove, because I think we can come into everything you just said, like that's a whole new level of enlightenment and showing up and, and then it's like, cool. So now what, (laughs) you know? Yeah, for sure. So again, I am not perfect by any means. And I still am working on this for myself, for business and for life. It will always come down to boundaries to me boundaries and setting clear expectations. And so it's a little different in life to set expectations with people, but in business, you set the expectations first and foremost for your VA, for your project manager, for your marketing manager, for your team, whatever, right out the gate. It is clear what our mission is, what our values are, what we're doing, what our goals are, the the common goal that we're working towards. This is what we do. And if, you know, that's big picture in someone's day-to-day job that obviously can easily be defined as well through, you know, good job descriptions and, and conversations. But that's, that's the core is expectation setting. And then being confident and knowing how to set those boundaries. If someone's not doing what they need to be doing, or if they're overstepping or whatever, you feel confident in having that conversation with them. That's where, you know, I can help and support business owners because that, that, those conversations are hard. It's hard to be confrontational or, you know, have the tough conversation. And so 
that's what I would say. Boundaries and expectations. And there's a great book called Boundaries. There's another book called How to Have the Tough Conversation, I believe, or Having Tough Conversations. Both great books, highly recommend them. And then in life, you know, boundaries, boundaries always. And knowing when it's time to walk away from a relationship, you know, that, that is hard. That is really hard. And I, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I've, I've definitely had to step away from friendships and it sucks because you never really think that you want to do that or have to do that. But sometimes it's like, man, for my own good, I'm not a good person having this person in my life and it's not fair to me and it's not fair to them. And so again, and I go back to who are the, the five people you're going to hire in your life that help make the sum of who you are. And it's, it's the same thing when, you know, there's just people that if they're not on the same path with you, they're not going the same direction, you know, and there's going to be people that are different, right? We're, we're very unique as entrepreneurs and small business owners already. We already have a smaller pool of people that we can come together with. And there's going to be a lot of people that don't understand, you know, our passion and our drive and what we do. And that's okay. I'm not talking about getting rid of those people. I'm talking about the toxic people that just don't support you. They question your beliefs in a bad way. Those people, it's okay to just step away from. Yeah. It's and giving yourself that permission and doing yeah. it in love. I think, you know, as Christians, totally. too, it's really hard, but doing it, I think what I had to learn was like, oh, would Jesus do this? And then realizing, okay, I'm not at Jesus level <laughs> and I'm doing some really hateful things yes. in my head. Yes. And just like, maybe I'm angry and I get in my car and, you know, and like that in itself means that I need to make a shift and a change and knowing that you're not removing them and you're not being malicious in that, but you okay. want you both to have the most optimal human experience. And maybe that's going to take some work on your end, or you need to give them some space to do that and love them well in giving them that space. It's all about perspective and boundaries too. Cause I that's think a lot right. of Christians are like, oh, but they will be alone. It's like, Hey, you're not that important. Just <laughs> to remind you, you're not that important. Yeah. Neither yeah. am I. Right. So let's not put too much gravity to ourselves mm-hmm. and let's figure out what's best collectively because mm-hmm. boundaries are a very big gift collectively. For sure. I hung on to a friendship for years because I thought I am the only Christian example in her life. And if I were to walk away, what am I saying to her? And it got to a point, I mean, I just thought, I'm not even being a good Christian anymore by being in this friendship because I think negatively about her. I talk negatively about her. Like I'm gossiping, like all these things, right? And I'm like, this is so not fair to her or to me. I am staying in a relationship for what reason? And you're right. Sometimes we are just there in someone's life to plant the seed. Sometimes we're there to help bring them all the way full circle, but we don't have to be there for every single step of the way sometimes. And that's okay. It's so true. And it goes back to that 30,000 foot view. It, mm-hmm. You know, you can have that in your faith. You can have that in your business. You can have that in your relationship. And I mean, even in, you know, you coached me this morning through that, but I was, I was too zoomed in. And sometimes you got to get out of your own way and, and go to a bird's eye view because the little things don't always have to be the big things. Yeah. I think that that goes for both hiring and firing in life and success. Yeah. So what does courage mean to you? This is your closing statement. What do you think, girl? Well, since we're on the topic of hiring and firing in life and in business, I would say it's courage is really, to me, it's humility. And when I say that, I mean, when you're in business and you are, there's a lot of people that 
they will struggle and they struggle till the day they die of letting go of certain things in their business because they just want to do it all. Right. And we go back to delegation mindset, humbling yourself to hire and admit that you need help. And again, we, we talk about this on all levels of life, business included, right? I think courage is having the humility to know that I cannot do this alone. Mm -hmm. I can't, I am not perfect and I need help Mm -hmm. on all levels of life, business, life, relationships, personal, spiritual, all of it. I need help. To me, that is courage saying that you are not perfect and going, reaching out for help. That's so good. That's so good. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) You're so welcome. You're so special. So we love you. I love you dearly. Thank you for having me. So honored.